Please wear headphones for your best listening experience. The David spent the better part of the afternoon inquiring of the battle. He still missed being out in the field. Uriah told of their victories and close calls in such detail that David was able to close his eyes and remember his glory days as a war hero. Remembering all of the tactical decisions he made to detour his troops from ambushes and bring them to victory. He almost lost track of why Uriah was there. Once we are able to secure the river, it will be impossible for Jostan to infiltrate. We could even move to overtake their northwest regions, if that's your desire, Mr. President. Hmm. That is a good suggestion, Sergeant. I will be considering all options. Why don't you take the day and visit your family? We can reconvene in the morning, before you head back out. Thank you, Mr. President. Have a great rest of the day. Of course, Uriah. Just go through those doors and the staff will see you out. Mr. President, it appears your meeting with Sergeant Morrison went well. Yeah, he's a good soldier. Make sure he's watched tonight. Will do. And get Sheba on the line for me. Yes, Mr. President. <sighs> Why? Hello, Sheba. Hello, Davy. You know Uriah is home. Yes, I was told. So you know what you must do. Yes. But Davy, I don't want to. We don't have time for this, Sheba. Make sure you're smelling good and looking sexy. And when your husband walks in tonight, you will make love to him. When the time comes, I send a midwife and they will confirm the child was premature. Why can't we just be together? Everyone knows how you are, David. They know you have women in every corner of the city. You legalized polygamy, for goodness sake. Oh, Sheba, you're a married woman. And regardless of what's legal or not, I can't be responsible for breaking up an otherwise happy marriage. David, please, I know we can figure out a way. I, I already figured it out, Sheba. Go get ready. Your husband will be home to see you any minute. But that wasn't true. Uriah wasn't going home. He was a man of his convictions and felt guilty that he was able to be home when the rest of his regiment was still out at war. He was privileged to be chosen to meet with the president, but that wasn't the same as being on leave. He rented out a hotel room near the Capitol building and did not leave or make a call for the entire night. David was baffled when he heard about Uriah. 
Now all those late night calls from Shiva made sense. But he never thought Uriah would pass up the opportunity to be with his wife. Man, he himself was having a hard time passing up Uriah's wife. She was beautiful and David knew he had her nose wide open. If it were not for his position, Sheba would be in his arms at that very moment. But he had to stop thinking like that. It was time to secure this thing. T, when Uriah arrives this morning, tell him that his time has been extended and we're going to have a celebration in his honor this evening. Make sure there's plenty of rum, coke, and steak tonight. Also, call in some entertainment. You know what I mean. On it, Mr. President. So David planned an evening of entertainment for Uriah and kept his glass full all night. There was plenty of eye candy, and they were playing their parts perfectly. He didn't think Uriah was the type to cheat, but an overly stimulated drunk man would definitely go home and put it on his wife, right? Wrong. Uriah went right back to that hotel room and slept it off. A frustrated David called Tyrell and team to his office to work out how he would handle Uriah. What a punk! Seriously, back to the hotel again? I don't have time for this crap. You what when he gets here? I don't even want to see him. No. Never mind. Yes, I do. You guys give me a moment alone to get a message together to send back to Colonel Joe. Uriah, I just wanted to thank you again for your service. Just know in your absence I will personally make sure your wife is looked after. Mr. President, that is such a generous offer. I appreciate your concern and your praise, but I truly love Blessriel, and I'm just doing my job. You do it well, Uriah. Also, I'm moving you to Colonel Joe's regiment. Take this letter to him directly. Make sure no one else reads it as it holds confidential information. Yes, Mr. President. It will be my honor. Uriah, being the dutiful soldier he was, followed David's instructions exactly. He delivered the letter directly to Colonel Joe. Good afternoon, Colonel. I have a letter from the President. At ease, soldier. I'll take that letter. So, Uriah, how was your visit at the Capitol? It was great, sir. The President is a good man. That he is. We are proud to have you to join us, Sergeant. You'll be placed exercising the same tactical maneuvers you are accustomed to. You are free to meet Staff Sergeant Smith at Barrack 9. I will check in with you at 1800. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. Davy, 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 what have you gotten me into? Colonel Joe, I send you this very skilled and honorable Sergeant Uriah Morrison. Unfortunately, his honor will cause a stench to rise. Put him with a team that is in the thick of it, but do not brief him on the group maneuvers. He must fall. Yep, it still says the same thing. I should cuss you out, David. It is what it is. Who is it? Mrs. Morrison. 
It's me, Tyrell. I'm here with a message. From Davy? You could say that. Come in. Well, do they have to come in too? No. They will wait out here while we talk. Wait, um, Tyrell, why are you holding that flag? Can I just come in first? Mm-hmm. Why are you holding that flag? <sighs> Mrs. Morrison. Sheba. Sheba, I am sorry to inform you of the loss of your husband, Sergeant Uriah Morrison. He was slain in battle and died an honorable death. You are lying. Uriah wouldn't die at war. Sheba, I am so very sorry. Mrs. Morrison. Yes, Mrs. Morrison, of course. I wish I could tell you differently. I really do, but your husband is gone. I need you to leave. I can't leave without you. What? David wants to see you. I cannot return without you. Davy? He hasn't talked to me in weeks. Well, he wants to talk to you now. Will you get some things together and come with me? Yes, I'll be ready in a moment. Sheba went to see David and never left his home again. David's love for Sheba was growing just as much as her pregnant belly. He wanted their child to have the same rights as his other children, so he had only one decision to make. To make, to make, to make. The view is beautiful up here, Davy. Ah, yes, it is. I wanted to share this with you, Sheba, because this is where I first saw you. Right through that window, getting out of the bath. <laughs> What a perp. Hey, you are the one with the blinds wide open. I would think you want it to be seen. I was on the fifth floor. I had no clue someone was watching me. I was watching and had to have you. I've done a lot of things to have you, Sheba. I don't care what you've done, Davy. I'm with you. You say that now. I mean it. Do you? I've heard the rumors about Uriah. Based on how you're acting right now, I'm going to say part of them is true, but I don't care, David. I love you, Sheba. Will you be my wife? You mean, will I be one of your wives? If you say yes, you will be my greatest wife, and our son will be the president. And if we have a daughter? She'll be beautiful, just like her mother. You're a mess. <laughs> so, will you marry me? You didn't even have to ask. David and Sheba were married, and the baby she was carrying died a few days after being born. David prayed for the child to live, but it wasn't meant to be. People in Blesrael saw this as penance for what was done to Uriah. They didn't turn their backs on David, but they surely saw him in a different light. As for Sheba, she stayed right by David's side through it all, and after some time, gave birth to a healthy son. Thank you for listening to The Murdering Cheek, a David and Bathsheba story. President David was played by Westminster, 
Bathsheba was played by Arista Michelle. Tyrell was played by Ashley P. Captain Joe is played by Vince Kamijis Davis. Sean Johnston is played by Ken Perelman. Uriah is played by Baldwin Williams. This episode was edited and sound designed by Gaza.